0: This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown Ideology in Beer.
1: I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now.
2: Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5.
3: The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits and music. Here's
2: your host and luminary, John Denman.
3: John Denman.
0: Welcome, everybody, to another another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman. I hope everybody's having a fantastic night. I know we're having a pretty badass night here, hanging out at Firehouse Saloon. We've got a great show ahead of us. Uh, prepared talking about a bunch of different things, uh, something that we normally don't talk about. One thing is mead honey wine we're going to get into details with that with our guest bruce leslie from griffin meadery our music guests tonight are badass local band playing some just good old country music the old style not like the new stuff you'll hear on the radio today which not you know, i've already voiced my opinion about that enough but uh the broken spokes gonna be here hanging out in the studio and then they will be performing live after the end of this show. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you want to go back and listen to any old show sponsored by Buffalo Body Brewing Company, you can go to drinkofages.com. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on SoundCloud. I don't know. At this point, when you go, I highly recommend just, just going to Google and Drink of Ages and looking at the images. You might see a little too much of Razul than you want to see. But, um, but there's, there's the pictures, and that's how we do things on the show. Uh, if I could spell it out right now, we have three bottles of mead in front of us. We are in the process of enjoying some Brash uh, Pussy Wagon, which is a fantastic IPA that Brash is making. But Brash is making some pretty excellent beers. Most of you listening, you know that. You've been out to the brewery, uh, and, and if they haven't introduced you to enough metal yet, you need to go back because they have one of the best jukeboxes you'll ever find at the brewery. And they have a bunch of video games, old arcade games. Sweet. So you can go there and play uh, Ben and some Pac-Man. See if you can beat them. But let's get to, let's get to tonight's show. Bruce Leslie from Griffin Meadery. Yep, out of Willis, Texas. How's it going? It's going well. It's going real well. Uh, Willis, Texas, in case you're not too familiar, we had a lot of people move to Houston in the last few years. And I've noticed, you know, at the pub, people really don't know where things are. When I say something as simple as Kingwood, we're like, well, where's Kingwood? Yeah. So, like, remember true. that airport you flew into? About five minutes from there, that was Kingwood. So Willis... Is 45 north on the other side of the woodlands, right past Conroe.
4: Right, right past Conroe. Basically, it's on Lake Conroe. Conroe's kind of a little south of the lake, so we're right on the lake. But we're east of Willis, so you want to make a ride on 1097. We have a nice little tap room over there for people to come enjoy.
0: Out there in the thicket, in the woods.
4: In in the middle of the, yeah, national forest.
0: It's such a cool little thing going on up there. That that, that little area is turning into... uh, man just a badass little place for for beer yeah we're well, just a
4: few miles from Southern Star Copperhead B 52
0: so you can make a pretty excellent day trip up 45 which I, I highly recommend taking the toll road if you can avoid 45 from downtown Houston to Bellway 8 do it because as you could die pretty easily on that freeway of old age yes <laughs> traffic <laughs> yeah it's pretty horrible but um it's uh willis willis is not too far i mean you get up there from houston to the metery, about how long does it take well i
4: tell people from houston to the Metery is an hour without traffic so you figure out what it's going to be with traffic i don't know <laughs> it could be two or three depending on the day and when you leave time of day
0: everything everything Sometimes you might have some big, nasty lady dancing on the top of a vehicle naked, and that will definitely slow down traffic. Houston, man.
4: I think it's better now. Now that they got 99 finished, when they had that construction, it was horrible.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about mead for a little bit, because mead is something that, that in all honesty, I never really got into. When, when I was making a lot of beer, I made wine, but I never really... Really got into mead. We had mead days because there is a national mead day. It
4: is. I believe it's August 6th this year, the first Saturday in August. Um, I got into it for the exact same reason. I was making homemaking beer and making wine at home, and it really splits the difference. It's kind of, the, even the taste itself, it's somewhere between beer and wine. And, uh, it was it was kind of a little different my wife was always wanting to make beer i was always wanting to make wine we discovered mead and we both were, we both fell in love with it and that's all we've made since
0: i think the the difference was that maybe there was the mead that we were drinking and it was a lot of people were making mead and it was real sweet it was real heavy but the meads that you were making
4: yeah we make a lot of dries and semi-sweets um, when people taste our mead before they do a lot of them say Oh yeah, I've tasted mead before. My neighbor made some. It was horrible, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, could you please just try mine, just in case it might be a little better <laughs> than what your neighbor did?" And then they try it and they love it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yours is definitely pretty excellent compared to to pretty much all of them that I've had. Well, thanks, we're appreciate that. to the shop.
4: Yeah, we were at the Katy Wild West Brew Fest and people were loving us there. They were lining up to drink our mead. Don't that may mind? have something to do with it being pretty high in the alcohol, too.
0: That and easy drinking. Yeah. That's another thing, being that it is high ABV. And I know that the the several that I tried, I'm not sure which ones you brought. We can get into, we'll get into our tasting on the next segment. But I remember we had Scarlet on at the pub, which was phenomenal. Oh, our black currant mead, yeah. A little tartness, a little cherry to it.
4: Maybe more on the wine-like side, but still very, you could still taste the
0: honey and... And then I remember there was a lime. Oh, yeah, you like that one, limelight? The yeah, lime that light. one's
4: getting real popular now because it's real good uh, Good in the, when it's real hot outside. It's made with fresh mint and lime. So it almost tastes like a mojito, like a honey mojito.
0: Sounds, yeah, it was really, really excellent. We need to get some of that over at the pub, too. I'm talking with Bruce Leslie from Griffin Meadery, not media. <laughs> 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 it's come together. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of mead because mead is made from honey.
4: That's correct, and and they say it's really the oldest alcoholic beverage, and every ancient civilization has some form of mead that it made, and because it would ferment naturally, uh, they would either find a hollowed out log where the uh, it got flooded and it would just start fermenting in the air, or they would go out and collect honey, mix it with water to make it into a drink, but then they didn't know what yeast was, so they just sort of left it out, and it would ferment.
0: They'd get drunk. gods do its magic.
4: Touched by the hand of God, and then they'd be like, hey, let's do that again. Let's find some more honey. So it predates, like, cultivated crops. Then when they started cultivating crops, it was much easier to make barley and grow grapes, and so you can really mass-produce beers and wines, where mead was still a tough tough gig because you had to get one guy out there without a bee suit collecting as much honey as possible. That's why the mead maker in, you know, Viking lore is such a badass. Because just think how many times he got stung collecting all that honey. And plus he got the whole neighborhood drunk. Pretty cool dude.
0: That's not a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, there's a a lot of, uh, like when people start talking about mead, they're like, oh, Vikings, Vikings, especially with Game of Thrones on and everything. But that was the drink of choice.
4: Yeah, well, there's really cold up there, too, so I think a lot of the crops didn't do that well, but, yeah. It was also the drink of warriors and, and, and the elite, because it was so rare. But now that we've sort of farm honey, um, we can make meat in, in large quantities, like they do beer or wine, and so that's kind of cool. So now we have meaderies.
0: It's just interesting, because this whole beverage is a byproduct of an animal. That's between Between the, yeah. the bees, the yeast...
4: The bees collecting the nectar, turning it into honey, and then, yeah, throw another animal in there, the yeast. Now you've got alcohol. It's an amazing world
0: we live in, especially when, uh, you know, the good thing about honey, because a lot of people do put honey in beers, and one thing that it quickly does is boost the ABV.
4: That is true, yeah. But that's why um, our lowest ABV is 12%. We basically go from 12 to 14 It's kind of in that range so most
0: typical wines in that range right
4: about a red wines are a little higher so yeah they're they're about the same ABV as red wines but I would say they're a little easier drinking they're smooth people can get in trouble with them because it's easy drinking and high ABV equals trouble
0: I'm not going to say that that's ever happened to me (laughs) with a scarlet sitting on tap but let's take a quick break Let's listen to some Broken Spokes. That's what we're going to be listening to in between segments. And, uh, man, we're going to be hanging out with Bruce Leslie, talking about some Griffin Meadery, some mead. And we're going to get into a badass festival that's going to be coming up where you can go out there and sample some. Before that happens, we will be sampling some and talking about it. So, everybody, take a quick break. Come back and uh, drink of ages. Stay tuned. City Brewing is a microbrewery in the heart of one of Houston's oldest and most iconic neighborhoods, bringing houston worldly beers at a neighborhood level. The taproom and beer garden focuses on bar-like service with no need to purchase tokens or tours. Patrons can buy half pints, full pints, pitchers, and flights of beer. Bring your family, including your furry ones, because kids and pets are welcome. The kids can enjoy the house-made sodas. The kitchen is serving pub fare with brunch from 11 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Live music two days a week and a farmer's market on the second Sunday of every month. TownandCityBrewing.com One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pan specialty brews, 1 mead and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, Rudyardspub.com.
3: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. Eve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK, that's D-R-I-N-K, at adamandeve.com.
0: What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cyclers Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted malt that they used is what gives it the red color. Fifty-five eleven is a medium body beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. Drink of Ages, we are back on. And <laughs> from Griffin Meadery, Bruce Leslie is hanging out with us on the show this week. And Bruce... You brought us some pretty good-looking samples of something.
4: Yeah, so I brought us three meads. The first one that we're going to try is our Summer Shotzi. This is like our gluten-free beer. It's a triple hopped with honey, so it's just hops and honey. That's all it is. And uh, it's, we sell these at kegs, so normally it's all carbonated. It's got kind of flat
0: on me. but. Which hops do you use for this one? Citra,
4: Amarillo, and um, Fuggle,
0: actually. Some Fuggles.
4: The smell. Yeah, we're trying to get it a little funky smell. Mm-hmm.
5: It's
0: hard
4: to get it to have <clears throat> much of a body without any grains. But at 12% alcohol, that's real easy drinking as well.
0: It's very light for a mead.
4: And it also tastes light, like it would be a light beer, but it's not. It definitely is 12% alcohol, so you have to kind of watch it. Drinking uh, out there in the sun and stuff, you can have a tendency to guzzle it and... But that amarillo and citric is it a nice which little flavor.
0: only leads to nothing but good things. Yeah, this is really good. This, Thanks. Uh, and which one is this again?
4: This is our summer Shotzi. We have two different shatsis. We have a dark Shotzi and a light Shotzi. This is the light one. And Shotzi is just our, our uh, hopped meads, which are basically gluten-free beers. Because we're not allowed to have any grain on because we don't have the same rules as a winery. But I wanted to make something for the gluten-free people. So that was that
0: one. Which, falling under the category of a winery makes your life a whole lot easier.
4: Yeah, so we can sell bottles at the tasting room. You can come in there, you can do flights, you can buy glasses, sell bottles to go, all of that stuff. So that's kind of nice compared to breweries. And you can order online on our website, com. Get in there and... <laughs> order you, online
0: yeah I mean, could you imagine going online and ordering beer and then going by the brewery and pick it up it seems like you should be able to but it doesn't make says, sense that you can I mean yeah. they
4: make it right it should yep. be theirs. they should be able to sell it
0: absolutely it's kind of weird the beer next, laws are pretty jacked
4: you had the scarlet on tap this one is maybe starting to surpass the scarlet in popularity this is our lilia berry which is a blueberry mead fresh local blueberries and local wildflower honey
0: Smells fantastic.
4: This one, you're looking at an ABV about 12.8%. Oh,
0: man, that that would go good with some scrambled eggs. <laughs> In the morning? In the morning. <laughs> it's a
4: good way to start your day.
0: Depends on what kind of day you want to have, but, man, yeah, that's really good. But Or, okay, let's say that would go good with a nice, big, heavy steak.
4: Yeah, it would. Normally we go red, like red wine, red meat type of thing, burgers mm-hmm. and steaks and stuff. But that's kind of sweet. So it always goes with dessert as well. I wouldn't say sweet. I'd say fruity. Fruity, I, yeah. Not really sweet. But, yeah, that's a good one too. Real popular. And the next one is one we just have on tap. We just put it on tap. That's kind of one of our, our new newer meads. This is a ginger mead. So smell it. You can it smell the ginger. It smells ginger. And we use a lot of ginger in this one. And local wildflower honey and I say if you're going to use ginger use it so you get that little bit of a burn in the back oh, of yeah. the
0: throat. Yeah it definitely coats the tongue with some ginger. Yeah. Take, it's, it's, see that's that's the thing is that like the meats I've had in the past just they were they were a lot heavier.
4: Right yeah. well the, the samoshatsi is completely dry so there's no residual sugar and the other two are semi-sweet so just barely a little bit of residual, residual honey. So we don't go with those super thick sweet ones that it's kind of hard to drink a lot of. We want you to drink a lot of it.
0: We talked about the scarlet that we had on, uh, we had it on at the pub and delicious. I mean, that, that, it didn't taste like me to me. I mean, it had that cranberry cherry taste to it, tartness, uh, like I said, more like a wine Mm -hmm. and what other, meads are you making that are similar to that like well what are your real i mean they're all honey meads
4: right so what we have is we'll have traditional meads which is just the honey and water we have one that is a dry oaked orange blossom so it's an orange blossom honey and water where it's dry so if you like the drier wines you'd prefer that one and then we of course we have a traditional which is just local wildflower honey and water and it's our kindred it's a semi-sweet and it's really good. People like it. But then you can add different things in. Melomels are considered ones with fruit, so I ferment everything with it. Like our fuego is our jalapeno mead, and we. I tried the,
0: that at the festival in Galveston. Yeah,
4: last it'll, year. It'll yeah, hit yeah, you. It's pretty good, especially if you mix it with some Bloody Mary mix. We call it a Bloody Viking. It's really good, and uh, so everything is the the fruit is mixed in with the honey and then fermented so it's co-fermented together those are all melomels and then we have some that are spices the one you guys have on tap now the ambrosia that's our, our rodeo houston class champion winning mead and the, that's the last of it we've sold everything uh, you guys got our last keg and it is a cinnamon vanilla mead and it is so smooth you just won't believe it
0: And we are now pouring six ounces of that instead of 13. (laughs) 13 ounces of good meat. I mean, I like the idea, but um, I'm staying there most of the nights. So, (laughs) not not leaving. So, 13 ounces of meat. I've watched it change people just in front of me. People have changed while drinking it. But
4: I really like this ginger, though. I think it's pretty good.
0: The ginger is really good. The ginger one, I mean, like you said, the ginger. I mean, how much... How much are you using in there? Because I think
4: uh, we just this was just a little pilot five gallon batch. I'm pretty sure we used about ten pounds of ginger, and we sliced it up, boiled it, got made it into like a tea, and then took the water and the, with the ginger still in it, mixed the honey, and then threw in the yeast and it fermented.
0: How big of a batches are you making for most of your meads?
4: So on our pilot batches are five gallons, and then if they look like they're going to be popular. Or if it's like the jalapeno, where we don't want to, I don't want to say contaminate, but we don't want to you know make the whole tank smell like jalapenos, then we have 450-gallon fermenters. And then the next step up from there, if something's really popular, like our Kindred, our traditional, or the Scarlet that you had, then we have four 500-gallon fermenters, which are, I think, 50, equivalent to 15-barrel systems. I'm not sure,
0: yeah. How much honey is required for that?
4: So one 500-gallon system, to start the fermentation takes two barrels of honey to put in there, so two fifty-five gallon drums of honey, and uh, that's a lot of honey. And if anyone out there ever goes to try and buy local wildflower honey, they know how expensive that is.
0: Which is why mead is <laughs> not really cheap when you go get no. some.
4: Now it's a pretty expensive ingredient, but it's also, you know, good ingredients in, good good mead out. You go to you know Costco or something and you get you know generic honey and try and make meat at home and then you're like why doesn't this taste good well you should have gone to your local beekeeper bought some fresh local honey instead
0: There, are up around willis there are a lot of beekeepers
4: there are yeah we buy from two separate ones uh, both of them are within 15 miles of us in either direction so there's a lot of beekeepers out there and we have 40 hives if you come out there you can see the hives you can walk around them and stuff check so you guys out.
0: are pulling your own honey too
4: Yeah, we're going to be doing like estate meads. We're probably going to be drawing some honey in about a month or so. But 40 hives doesn't give you that much. You're lucky to get 100 pounds, 75 pounds a year per hive. So there's um, five gallons is like 60 pounds. So 55 gallons is like 600
0: pounds. That's that's a lot of math real quick. (laughs) And we've been sampling meads. I'm just going to take your word for it. Uh, the yeah they're they're really good so you brought the three uh, I know you, you have a you even have more though don't you I mean yeah what, we have about twelve in, in the
4: bottles we have twelve that are in the bottles that we'll we can sell like that and some of those we keg and sell in kegs about five or six of them we can keg anything if you give us a lot, enough notice but we have some regular ones on keg and then what we do on our tap wall is we'll just try things like the ginger i've got a watermelon on tap right now we've got a jalapeno chocolate on tap things like that and uh of course i've got a pumpkin spice one coming up in october just because that was mandatory people kept asking me for it, it
0: it's different. pumpkin time everything <laughs> turns pumpkin which yeah. i which i don't mind because i i am a big fan of pumpkin pie and anything pumpkin i mean call me the you know why girl special i will go get a pumpkin latte yeah, you know, from Starbucks, because I'm a fan of pumpkin. I like pumpkin beers, I like pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread, mm-hmm. so I'm sure i like a pumpkin mead.
4: Yeah, it's uh, one of the things that started on our wall was our sour peach, and we had that at the Wild West Brewfest, and that keg was tapped in like two hours. So that's something we're going to go big on, is uh, using lacto and, and regular
0: yeast and making a sour peach mead. That, that sounds really interesting. I'm pretty
4: sure you had it.
0: And at Wild West Brew Fest. Yeah, it's very possible I did. But um, <laughs> starting off with the Moore Cowbell, and moving from there. By the time I made it to to you, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm sure <laughs> it was it was real good. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and we get back. We'll be talking about another festival coming up, the Texas Mead Festival, happening. Uh, man, coming up real quick. Uh, everybody grab a beer. Take a quick break. We'll see you all in a few minutes. Drink Bay to stay tuned. Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room, actually is Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room located 10622 Hirsch Road just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Opera House Double IPA and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town, but you definitely need to stop in the Tap Room for a beer and a burger. Tap Room is open Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com get all your information you need.
2: Whether a startup brewery or distillery, or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all. From imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out. Cast Branding dot com
4: Hey, this is Bruce Leslie, president of the Texas Mead Association, and I want to invite you out to the Texas Mead Fest. This is our fifth annual one, but this year it's being held at the Lake Conroe KOA in Montgomery, Texas, 19785 Highway 105 on September 24th from 11 to seven. It's $20 in advance or $25 at the event to get eight tasting tickets and a souvenir wine glass. And you get to taste meads from seven different meaderies throughout the state of Texas. We also have beekeepers, honey, beekeeping supplies, food trucks, vendors, and a bunch of really good live music. So come on out, have some fun, taste some good craft meads, and enjoy the day at the Texas Mead Fest. For more information, check out our website at
0: texasmead.org. Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody out there is having a good time. I'm still your host, John Dimmon. We're still hanging out from Griffin Meadery, Bruce Leslie. Griffin Meadery is up there in Willis, Texas, not too far of a drive from Houston. They, you guys have a tap room?
4: We have a tasting room up there. Yeah, We're about um, six miles east of downtown Willis on FM 1097. Just keep heading like you're heading toward Cold Spring. It's actually 16821 East FM 1097. And if you're familiar with 1097, it's a big bridge that goes across the middle of Lake Conroe. But we're the other direction, east. So, yeah, come check us out. We're open Friday, Saturday, Sundays, 2 to 8. Come try a bunch of meads, do flights, drink glasses, buy bottles. It's a lot of fun. Come check us out. Check out the hives. We tell people just keep driving until you hit the hills and see the big trees. So if you're tired of the city, come out, check us out.
0: It's a good little, little day adventure yeah. for a Saturday or cool Sunday yeah. You know, just to get out there and get away from the city for a little bit because, uh, like I said earlier, there's so many people who have moved to, moved to Houston in the last 5, 10 years. They don't even know what's outside of Houston. They don't even know what's outside of 610. And no. there's some pretty excellent places, you know, little day trips, and heading up to Conroe, go a little further, and, and hit up the meadery up in Willis. be a badass day.
4: Yep, so another badass day coming up is our Texas Mead Fest, September 24th from 11 to 7. And it's going to be at the Lake Conroe KOA, which is on 19785 Highway 105, uh, just right below the dam. Um, It's a pretty cool place. It's a big indoor place, so it's going to be air-conditioned. This is our fifth annual one, and the last four have been outdoors. And that's been the number one complaint is it was too damn hot to be drinking those high ABV meads so this is cool we're going to be indoors bunch of food trucks bunch of live music um hopefully uh the dead rabbits will come out thanks to john Dead rabbits
0: would be a good little band to have out there we're trying to sure. get them
4: to come out there and um we're also going to have a bunch of uh, vendors selling honey type items uh, montgomery county beekeepers are going to be there they to have uh hives and stuff set up so if you want to talk about being a beekeeper come out check that out but mostly there's going to be eight texas meteries you're gonna buy a ticket for twenty bucks, and you get the eight. Uh, you get eight tasting tickets and a souvenir glass, and you go around and you can try any of the meats from any of the different eight meateries that are in our Texas Meat Association. Uh, all different styles, all different varieties. There's something that you guys are gonna
0: like. And you can buy more tickets if you want to. You can
4: buy more tickets. I think there'll be a buck a piece after that fact. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, those are weird laws.
4: Yeah, and you can buy, because we're wineries, you can actually buy bottles there. So if you like something, and say, I'll buy a bottle of that and take it to go. That's
0: fantastic. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And at KOA, is there camping?
4: There's camping. So it, uh, included in the fee is the $5 to get into KOA. Uh, it's $20 in advance, but 25 at the gate. But included in that is the $5 to get in. So if you want to just day camp, they have like a fishing pond, a swimming pool, playgrounds, all of that sort of stuff that you can chill out, but... If you call the lake hunter or KOA or get a hold of them and mention uh, the Texas Mead Fest, they've got discount cabins and campsites. So the night before, uh, all the meaderies are going to be there, so it'll be around the bonfire um, getting our drink on.
0: and Nothing quite can, like what goes on at the Renzons Festival, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Cause n-
4: no, but this is the weekend before the Renfest starts, so it's kind of a good little gear up. Get your, get your mead going.
0: Yeah, I, I could only imagine the, the, the fun times that happen out there. I, I think we need to start planning a Drink of Ages camping trip. Uh, get a couple cabins out there, bring some more bands for some nighttime activities. Yeah,
4: that'd be cool.
0: Alright, I'm sorry. Sorry I went silent there for a minute. I started like daydreaming of of, of bad things and cabins burning down. So let me rethink this one. Uh, sometimes Yeah. Uh we might not call it a drink of ages event. We might just call it just a camp out for go. uh personal liabilities. Yeah, like you've got
4: that store now, you gotta watch out.
0: I do need to watch out You're for You're not that.
4: just a voice in the air.
0: No, no, no. There's a there's a, a place to, That the attorneys would like to go after, I'm sure. <laughs> Now the yeah. Mead Fest sounds pretty excellent. Uh, what all Meads are, like local Meaderies, are there? how many are there? Around? Oh yeah,
4: so we've got um, a new Meadery, Mystic Oak Meadery, they're out of Anahuac, and then of course we've got Enchanted Manor Meadery, which is the official Meadery of the Ranfest that does the Kings and Queens Mead and stuff, and, and ourselves, we're the three local ones to Houston, which is why we're having it here this year. Uh, it, uh, Mead Fest uh, rotates around a little bit, so this time it's closer to Houston. We've got ones out of Austin, San Antonio area, uh, LaGrange, uh, Rogers, Texas. So they're kind of all spread out through Texas, and they they all do something different. Some do session meads, which are less alcohol. Some do sweeter ones. Some do ones made with grapes. So there's something out there that you guys will like. Come Come give it a shot.
0: Well, between the three that you brought and the others that I remember trying, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's at least four or five that I highly recommend. That that for like you said earlier, the people that uh, that's tried mead, and because their neighbor bought some honey and put some water in it, threw some yeast in, and put it in a bag, and let it do its thing like some little prison hooch, you know, it doesn't. Doesn't taste as good. Doesn't taste that good yeah. at all. But this stuff, man, is pretty, pretty exceptional. And you're you're really making a huge craft out of this. Yeah,
4: and if you make your own mead, you know, go to your local home brew store. Uh, you can pick up honey and all everything you need to make mead. We also have a Texas Mead Cup, which is we're going to announce the winners at the Mead Fest. So if you're a home mead maker, go to TexasMeadCup.com and enter your meads. See if you can win a medal for for our Texas Mead Cup.
0: When is that going to happen?
4: So that's going on now. If you check out texasmeadcup.com, I think entries are going to open in a few days. Uh, the cool thing about Houston is we've got so many home brew stores, and all of them are drop-off locations, so you don't have to spend money mailing them or what have you. You just go on. It's real simple. It's $7 to enter your home mead, two bottles. It's not that big a deal. And then come to the Texas Mead Fest and see if you've won. We'll announce the winners there.
0: Man, I can only imagine. I- beer fest you know people that sit there and sample all the beers and i talked to brock after gabf because he was one of the guys that was on the judging panel brock from saint arnold and i was talking with him I'm like how did you do that i mean how many how many beers did you have to sit there and go through he's like oh it's a good time and i can only imagine uh with mead yeah mead, we're looking take like hour-long shifts
4: we're looking for judges the judging's going to be uh, in austin and houston simultaneously Austin's doing the amateur judging, and Houston's doing the pro judging, so hopefully we won't have any really bad ones in the pro, but at our meadery, the first weekend of September and 2nd, both Saturday and Sunday, is judging, and then the finals are going to be judged on the third weekend at the Falco's, so if you want to come out and judge some meads and try a bunch of different ones, we'd love to have you. You can register as a judge also on that same website, texasmeadcup.com, and that's a lot of fun. and. We suggest people spit after a while because these high octane meads. You're judging for like six hours. You're, you're gonna be feeling it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I can do that in public. Uh, I might, I might have to be a judge for this, and just ah, it's all good.
4: <laughs> yeah, I already got Preston to commit to being a judge because yes, a big Preston, my,
0: old, my my buddy and my old co-host, he's out, he's out. But Preston makes meads, and he makes some really good meads. So he I trust so hopefully that guy's he judgment. Too. Yep. all right so uh, once again the texas Mead fest this year is happening lake conroe koa september 24th from 11 to 7 p.m 11 a.m to 7 p.m uh i would i highly suggest camping out that weekend i think it's yep. going to be a bad-ass have trip, great bad-ass food summer. trucks
4: we'll have vegan and then we'll have like meat on a stick so whatever whatever you like we'll uh, have it out there for I think you with
0: mead you really need meat on a stick. But we also have Big a fires. we have
4: a crowd that is really into the whole natural thing because it's this raw natural honey that you add, you know, yeast to and then you drink it. It's like it's so you know just so natural. People ask me if it's good for you. I'm like, yeah, a little bit maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great for you. But what what exactly do you mean by that? <laughs> it's, it's it's been good for me. But, yeah, with uh, man, who's going to be making the biscuits in the morning for the local bee guys so we can put all the honey over some good, hot, fresh biscuits? That's what we need. That's what we need to do is go out there and sell biscuits by the dollar, man. We'd become yep. rich. We'll have,
4: we'll have local uh, honey vendors there, too, selling local honey. So that's cool. And then, the, like I said, the other thing is if you like the taste of a mead, not only could you buy the bottle there, but you can buy, like, a glass and just sit there and drink
0: the whole glass. So that's kind of cool. Excellent. Bruce Leslie from Griffin Meadery. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thanks for definitely sharing. And we do. Uh, we have, we have, uh, we'll always have some meat on tap at Drink Adventures Pub. So if you're just interested while you're there hanging out, get a sample, get a glass, and man, you will definitely enjoy it because it is some pretty fantastic stuff. When we get back from this little short break, we will have the broken spokes in the studio. They played at a no label not too long ago so they're, they're kind of into this beer thing and we're going to talk it. about that everybody stay
5: tuned
0: to hey good beer drinkers john from drink of ages radio show with a badass beer for you to try new holland's brewing company dragon's milk this barrel aged out comes in at a moderate 11 percent abv and 31 ibus Aged in bourbon barrels, this beautiful beer has a roasty malt character with vanilla notes as the bourbon and oak round it out. New Holland Brewing Company is new to Texas and I highly recommend getting you some. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9pm right here on ESPN 97.5 for more beer and more music. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective. The delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hots. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com.
1: Drink of Ages knows that
0: craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and WandaGo, Go, they fill your growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Browler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Waugh Drive. In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church. And inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer at the Saints and the Center, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know with creative characters and bold twists, Backpew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit backpewbrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer. Backpew Brewing Company.
3: Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages.
0: All right, Dream ages we are back on and now in the studio here at Firehouse Saloon we have, from the wonderful city of Houston, Texas, the Broken Spokes. All right. Yes, sir. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> yes. What's going on, fellas? Not too much, man. Excited to be here. It's good to have you guys on, man, because um, I've been listening to a lot of your music the last couple of weeks, just so trying to get a feel for what you guys are playing and everything, and, man... You guys play old style country music. Yeah, yeah. we do. Which is good. So it's, it's kind of, when you say old style country music, people are like, oh, you know, that's what they played in 2000. No, no, no. We're talking way back, old country
1: 1965
0: music. 1965 and before. Yes, like
6: getting 40, back to 60s, the 50s, 60s. The old Hank Williams.
0: Yeah. Country music. Good
6: country there. music. We like to keep it true to how it was played back then as well, as much as possible and uh, and keep it before, you know, like I said, 1965. Back when, uh, I mean, because right now, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a
0: big fan of country music. I mean, we're here at Firehouse Slim, but I'm not, I don't really listen to a lot of country music. I listen to a lot more punk rock than anything else.
2: We'll school you, brother. Don't worry about it.
0: Yes, and, <laughs> but you guys, you guys, the style that you play, though, I mean, it, it makes you want to go out there and do some two-step. It makes you want to go out there and do some drinking.
1: Uh, You know, the thing that that it's nostalgic music to a lot of different people. So, uh, you know, we can play in a lot of different venues and we'll we'll go in a a VFW hall and there'll be a lot of older folks going, man, this was our music. This is wow. This is unbelievable. And then we'll go to the Continental Club here in Houston and play. And there's, you know, 20 year old hipsters that go, man. My grandpa, we ride around in the truck. This is the music that he would play, and that's this is it. what it would sound like. I'm it's getting roots, your name tattooed yeah. on me. It's yeah, yeah, right on. <laughs> it's Roots music. I don't. I would, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's so what we you get want. Knock it out. a lot of punk rockers that dig it too, because it's roots music. You know, very yeah. much. Yeah, punk rock came from the same thing.
6: You know, it absolutely yes, did. Sir. It's raw. We all used to actually play punk rock music <laughs> back in the day, and then there uh, are still uh, punk I, I, rockers. Yeah,
2: yeah. Country music pays our bills.
6: It <laughs> makes me. Yeah, it makes me
0: want to kind of listen to you guys. Play some punk rock. You think we can uh, out here tonight?
2: Maybe you guys absolutely maybe not throw a cover a little, in. Absolutely like, not. Not fits. tonight. But not end tonight. Of the next time you see us, we'll throw some. Well, before. you know, we, we we segue
1: into Last Caress every now and again. <laughs> exactly. But I just don't feel like this is the crowd yes. that would appreciate a I think a country I think version of Last Caress.
0: Uh, are you kidding me?
1: There's a, there's a lady two seven, then she turns around to her husband and go, did he just say he rape your mother? Did he <laughs> sing rape your mother?
0: If
2: you Is that promise what he said? us tacos at the end of the show,
0: I will I will buy you as many tacos as you want. We if may be able to you make throw in some last up. caress during the okay. set. Yeah, we, we that,
6: may have a deal. Yes, we I, may have a deal. You got to share the tacos, oh man. Josh got to eat.
2: Kind of Josh got to eat <laughs> too. Man. Yes, I've heard about them. Let us see.
0: Well, it's a baby. That's what uh, you guys handed me a CD, and which he yeah, asked, do. You recognize anything on the back? And the first thing I recognized was the black flag. You bars. are awesome. <laughs> so it, it definitely most goes people back don't to pick that up. Really no, good.
2: you're one of the That's few. Good.
1: and all the credit goes to Will uh, Golden, our, our still guitar player. He did all the, the artwork for Amazing. that record. Yeah, good, stuff. good so job, He did all the artwork, job, and he slipped that in there. And uh, he he knew so.
2: Yeah. He knew what we do.
1: Yeah,
0: and now good we good. all knew.
2: And now you know too <laughs> We like that you dug it
0: you're We right. like that you saw that Well that's where Whenever I saw that um, Rebecca who books here at Firehouse she, she books some shows for me And then I'll book some shows And all that But I'll try to bring in different acts I've never heard of before And she's like Oh you're gonna like the Broken Spokes You're gonna like the Broken Spokes And I listen to you guys I'm like you know what I do like the Broken Spokes And you guys played at No Label Yeah Brewery, Not yeah. that long ago
1: Yeah we. you know what's crazy about that Is uh, it, it's that's a great place, man. I, I actually live out towards Katy, so we go out there a lot. And one of the things, Jennifer, you know, Brian's wife that, that works there, the two owners of the brewery, when I talked to her the last time, I would said, hey, you know, we, w- this was fun. We had a good time. We would love to book another show. And she goes, well, okay, we've got February of next year. And, I mean, literally 18 months out. Showing you, she was like, I have booked everything between now and eight, the next 18 months. And I kind of was like, man. So we grabbed February of 2000. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, 2018. 2018. We we'll we come work. out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you know, if we're still a man and people still care, yeah. we'll, we'll come. I'll call you the week before and let you know that we're still they're around.
0: Great, they're don't, great people and they make great yeah, beer, they, man. They are great people and they make great beer, but don't feel bad about it because uh, we were planning, Jennifer and I were planning, because we won the Drink of Ages team one field day three years ago now. Something like that. Whooped everybody's ass yeah. right in field day. And so it's like, man, let's put on a dodgeball tournament. And she's like, man that'd be awesome let's do it let's do a big dodgeball tournament it's like what do you want to do it? I was like I don't know like a couple months from now she goes oh we're booked until like next year
1: so yeah and I'll tell you it's funny and Josh will know this we literally I think have played the hottest and the coldest day ever that they've had there so we played one day it was like in the middle of July this was before they had the stage we played under the little tent I'm telling you, it was like 9,000 degrees, and it yeah. was in the afternoon. It's a holiday. Next yeah. time we no beer, was, yeah, it was December, that's and I, I, we played brutal. inside. We played up yeah. now where they bottle, on the bottling line, up in there. And I maybe it was
6: 34, 35. And, man, I got to tell you, it's hard to play the guitar with two jackets on.
1: I'm not kidding. Like they were, we did it. I we called did her it. and said, hey, are we still going to do this? And she's like, if you're down, let's do it. We did it, but I'm not kidding. It was and people maybe were 34, there. 35. And people were there. It, it might have been our family, but people were there. There yeah. were a handful of people there. I hope they had a good time. I, they might have been frozen and, you know, holding their beer a bit. <laughs> they want to clap. Yeah.
0: But uh, it's just frozen. No, uh, that's, that's badass. So You guys play Continental Club? We, yes. We Auburn. do a lot.
1: Yeah, Pete Gordon over there, man, is, is one of the first guys that really in this town kind of embraced us and, and nurtured us a little bit. And, I mean, if, if Pete wanted us to play for free on a, you know, Sunday night at three in the morning, we'd again. be there. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, what we'd was there. it, Main Street or, of course, or um, what was the a big? Show we did, yeah, Madness
6: on Main, Madness Street, on Main that, Street. That was yes. a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was a, that was a blast, man. And they had a bunch of good bands that played that night. Man, some dumbass, some dumbass bought a bar
0: and was not able to make it. But I really, really wanted to go there.
6: Well, yeah. the next big
1: thing they're doing down there is Rock Baby Rocket. It's one of the longest running rockabilly festivals in, in July 12 anywhere, in Texas. So we're going to be this year in, uh, at Rock Baby Rocket over at the Continental Club. A lot of great acts. So if you are a fan of uh, slick back hair, rolled up jeans, and slapping bass guitars, come Good on music. out.
6: Stand-up bass guitars. Yeah, yeah. Close, close your bar that day. It'll be cool.
0: Yeah. Be Please alright. do. It'll be worth it. We'll buy you a beer, All man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, mean, I, I, really, I really like you guys' music. And the, now that I actually met you guys, uh, I can see why you're playing the music that you're playing. Yeah, it's a little different than what you're hearing anywhere else. Uh, you're not out there. I mean, I could see you guys actually jamming some badass punk rock, but at the same time, I like the fact that you're playing this old-style country music. We know there's an audience for it, you know? Yep. Yeah. and not the audience. Yeah, so. and that was
1: the thing is no one really does it this way, right? Yeah. There might be guys that play or people that play these right. types of songs or these songs, but they do their version of it, and it's Rock and roll guitars Please and Les Pauls to... and all yes. that, and our our whole goal was man we, it was great the way it was and and that the way they recorded it the way they wrote it the way they put it together was fantastic. We there's there's got to be people out there that still appreciate that and want to hear that. Sure. And so when we put this band together,
6: that was kind of where the the foundation of what this started. I think it's weird that there aren't more musicians and more bands that are playing this kind of stuff, just because not only is there an audience, but there's a one and and uh, coming from our perspective to want to play it because man it is it's just good tunes
1: and it's fun to play yeah and and, and, you know josh and i go way back so josh and i have known each other since high school we were in punk rock bands growing up and things like that and as we got older one of the things that we said was you know as we kind of reconnected many years later hey we want to play in a band and and let's what what could we do what are we going to do well hey we would love to play black flag tunes and minor threat tunes and no one would book it, and you know, no one would come out and see 33, 34 year thirty-four-year-old guys play Black Flag songs. So we said, w- "What is something that we, you know, enjoy and can get behind, but yet is still something that is marketable in the public?" So that's kind of where this all came from. Was you know, we, we had such a respect and appreciation for the this
6: roots music, as Raj said, and, and these tunes that uh, so we you know we cut this record and uh, they're originals, and we try to stay true to that same. Um, oh, that, style that, that same vibe yeah. That same style All that stuff Which It's is, is kind of harder Than it sounds so. Yeah we,
2: keep, <laughs> we We put our own twist On them But yeah. we keep it traditional You know It's very danceable And it's very reminiscent Of The old times yeah. You know And Where that's what we would that. like To capture
0: so. Well we were talking about Last Grass From The Misfits So what Damn. other Punk song Is Do you guys Have y'all sit back And made it your own
2: in your well, style Well we've, we've
1: talked a lot about that It's funny that you bring that up we, We've we done uh, Ball and Chain a few times Social Distortion
2: We're gonna do the KKK gonna, Yeah that, that's way. what
1: we're gonna do We're gonna Buy do the KKK Yeah we're gonna do our that, KKK But we're gonna do it In our style and
2: our way a Little Ramones Yeah we're That might be your special song tonight I don't know for tacos in exchange, or whatever misfits. If
0: you play that song, I'll, I'll throw in quesadillas. Wow! Into the mix, you throw hey, some KKK. Took my baby away from the Ramones.
6: Then yeah, don't don't up don't up, up the Annie because then uh, we'll have to start paying him tacos and quesadillas. <laughs> you know, so.
1: ra- radio doesn't translate, but but our, our bass player no Kevin Skerula, he is probably <laughs> as far away from the punk rock thing as you can possibly be. So it's interesting. Anytime we're out on the road and we're we're all crammed into uh, my Xterra, dragging the trailer down the road, we constantly are putting punk rock CDs in, and he's like, he's as miserable as a person could ever be. And we're like, Kevin, you you're not even. You've got to open your. You got to let it in. Once Kevin's you let it in, it's going to be now. good. And as soon as that you know the no effects CD or whatever pops out, I think last time we followed uh, what was it, uh, Reverend Horton Heat with Charlie Pride. Uh, we, thing, oh,
6: we went on a Johnny Paycheck stamp. Yeah, well, well yeah, again, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we played a
1: No Effects or, or a Voodoo Glow Skulls oh, record, and then no he was sick. like, "Well, let's play Johnny Paycheck." So, yeah, he he's not as much on the bandwagon as the rest of us, but
6: oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna lean s- on him until he tips over. Those youngsters, man, they listen to that country and western music. You know those uh, yeah, <laughs> those kids today. We
2: said, Unbelievable. We said roots music. The Ramones are roots music as much. As any old country, Hank oh, Williams roots right, music. Of so it's all relative. It's just exposure. Yep. So we're going to expose them to it tonight in exchange for a big bag of tacos and quesadillas. And some
0: quesadillas. That's yeah. it. All right, the Broken Spokes. Thank you so much for uh, having you us. You guys are on uh, Reverb Nation, and yeah. you can find your tunes all over the place. Look yeah, up man, we're on, iTunes, we're on iTunes on
1: there. See you, baby. www.brokenspokesmusic.com. There it is.
2: Thank you for having head us.
0: All right, man. We're Thanks for coming in, hanging out, man. Looking forward to the show on stage. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up. Thank everybody that came on. Bruce Leslie from Griffin Meatery. <laughs> yes. Go get you some of that stuff. Yes. It is
1: fantastic.
0: Texas Meat Fest happening September 24th. Get it. Up there. Man, Willis. Well, no, Montgomery. No. Yeah. Uh, that North of Houston.
1: Short we're, we're campaigning to be the entertainer for that
0: event so. yeah it's gonna be a hell of a time and you get to try some delicious meads broken spokes appreciate you guys coming on thank you thank you, for having you. Us. thank you yeah. so much definitely listen to the podcast of any old show and this one if you missed it you can listen to it later it's like past of the past i uh, there's you're blowing my mind ages, right now drink of uh, you can find it you can also find it on iTunes Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Everybody be safe this weekend. Go Astros. Keep kicking some ass. Yeah. Rolling a little bit. Down going a little bit. Sort of hump, too. Oh, man. You say Rangers.
1: I said F the Rangers. Oh, there you go. All right. I like
0: that. All right. Talk to y'all next week. Thank you. Thank you. Music segment sponsored by Spindle Tap Brewery. Look for their beer on tap around town or just go get some at the tap room. SpindleTapBrewery.com.
3: Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store.